Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. George Washington was walking around with another nigga's teeth in his mouth. Do you think that motherfucker wasn't willing to eat a slave? He was. He'd have a snack. You know who was definitely eating slaves? Thomas Jefferson. Oh, yeah, he ate. He He didn't finish, but he ate. He He didn't finish. He took a nibble. Hey, he said, Khadija, come in here. Hey, how your mama doing? She good? Get on the bed. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and drop the knickers. Uh-huh, there it is. You already know what the fuck it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories, and we finally work to prove that Nipsey Hussle did not, unfortunately, get into heaven because Jesus Christ is a Latin king. It's it's sad news, but li- you can't show up to heaven with all that blue on, Nipsey. That's not how Jesus Christ gang bangs. You should have picked a better gang, a different gang. I'm not going to say better. I'm not in any of these gangs. I'm unaffiliated. And hopefully Jesus just lets me walk by. Much like the gang bangers that I knew growing up, I just hope that nigga just lets me walk on by and he don't bother me when it's time for me to make it up to the upper room. Hey, I'm your host, Langston Kerman. As always, I'm excited to be here. I'm having a pretty good day. I went outside today, which is a rare feat. I saw the sun and I was like, bitch, where you been at? But anyway, that's on me. I should have been seeing the sun more often. Maybe my skin wouldn't be so pale and sickly. 
Anyway, my guest today, she has beautiful skin, not pale or sickly at all. Unbelievable skin, and she's very funny. On top of that, it's a it's a hell of a combination. She she's hysterical. You know her from her own podcast, the unofficial expert that she runs with Sydney Washington, a podcast I love very deeply. You know her from Comedy Central, but that's more importantly, she's a goddamn philanthropist, and you all should know her from her work in philanthropy. What kind of philanthropy? She's been very vague about it. She won't tell me exactly what kind of philanthropy it is, but I bet it's pretty good. And she's hilarious. Give it up for my guest, Miss Marie Faustin. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hold on. Let me slide my Nobel Peace Prize out of there. Um, <laughs> I like it. You just keep it within reach every once I mean, in a while. Yes, 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 yes. I also have an EGOT. Um, they're all over there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you think the EGOT is one single prize. No, no, but... no. I said they're all over there. Oh, you okay. you <laughs> <laughs> like, I have an EGOT. It's uh, one trophy, real Actually, big. If I put the Nobel Peace Prize with all the, e- the EGOT, it's a NEGOT. So, um, yeah, super, <laughs> super excited to be here sharing my, you know, my wisdom with you today. And I can't wait to hear your wisdom. You came with a conspiracy theory that, that I think we're going to have to be careful with. If I want to start us off right, I, I know we're going to have to tiptoe a little bit in this motherfucker because you came with a hot one. You said, my mama told me. The chicken at Chinese restaurants isn't real. Yep, that's what she said. It's not okay. real chicken. All right. Okay. Now tread carefully because this one, this is tough. Uh, let me just say we're in the middle of Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So this is this is at at the very least problematic and and in a lot of ways it's rooted in objectively racist and horrible stereotypes and just backwards thinking. So I, I want you to to tread carefully, tiptoe through this motherfucker. I'm a crib walk uh, around this one. <laughs> no, that's of, not what Jesus wants for you. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do it like Nipsey's doing it, where you said he's he, he's not in heaven. That was actually really funny. <laughs> The marathon continues downstairs. <laughs> oh, man. This kid's going to kill me. No. Someday no. they're going to grow up to murder me. Respectfully. Some... Respectfully. Yeah, respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I had a really hard time trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I had agreed to do this like a month ago. <laughs> and I was like, I got your time to think about oh you mean that uh free podcast that wasn't at the front of your mind yeah i get that That's yeah fair. but i had literally nothing else to think about i could have thought about this deeply like i could have ordered an encyclopedia set and I could have researched <laughs> you know what i mean I, sure. I actually i called my mom yesterday and i was like say some crazy stuff like you be saying <laughs> You know how you be talking? Just, just say, say something. Say all your opinions. Yeah, yeah. Just, just kind of disrespectful conspiracy theories. And she just started going. And then I remembered the Chinese food one. Because my mom is like, really? My mother is peak, won't eat anybody else's food. She is mm. queen of the we got food at home. Right. She's like the inventor of who cooked that? Who made that? Right. No. <laughs> So she she's who everybody is tweeting about at these uh, metaphorical cookouts that's complaining exactly. about the food and the potato exactly. salad and whatnot. A hundred percent. But my mom is an amazing cook. Mm-hmm. So like 
she won't eat anybody else's food because she's like, well, I don't I don't know how they clean the chicken. I, that doesn't look like they cooked it properly. She won't. She doesn't eat out at all. So yeah. when we were little, we were like, we get pizza. And she'd be like, no, I can make pizza at the house. And it was like, it's, it's going to be healthy and it's, it's going to be on bread. It's not right. It's going to have weird spices in it. That that ain't Domino's. Yes. That's, that's you. That's your shit, lady. Yes, that. And she's from Haiti, so it's like, this isn't like Haitian pizza. It's, <laughs> it's on cassava. Why does this pizza have curry on it? I yeah. don't like this. It's just like, is this deep fried? Like, is this pork? <laughs> what, what is this? So the thing that she always says, and she, my mom is like a really good speaker. Like, she tells stories and... She's usually lying or making stuff up, but mm. like she speaks so convincingly that you just have to believe her. Yeah. Right? I love so, that. I mean, do you? Do you <laughs> I, love that? Listen, it's not my mother. My we all have things that I, I think uh our friends find super endearing about our parents and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was there the whole time. This the isn't time. endearing for me. I'm not actually enjoying this at all. But go crazy. I'm glad you like my mom's lies. Right. I'm like, well, wait till you get to chapter 29. It, this is a twist. <laughs> <laughs> she says stuff. It's like living in an R.L. Stein book, right? Because, sure. like, the one lie that I remember her saying that I believed for years is my sister has dimples, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't have dimples. Why, why don't I have dimples? And my mom was like, well, when babies are young... You give them dimples by squeezing Whoa. their faces really tight. And I was like, that's how you get dimples. And I went to school and I just thought that. And <laughs> I, I was I was met like in sixth grade. I was way too old to still think this. And I love that because <laughs> that also implies that your mother, for whatever reason, was like, I'm going to squeeze this one's face. I ain't squeezing that little one. Uh-uh. No, no, no. She like... <laughs> I ain't going to make this one special, too. No, 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 no. Right. So I was, like, in school, and I, I said it, and everybody was like, the fuck? Like, everybody was like, oh, Maria's dumb. She dumb. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, did y'all know Maria's dumb? This whole time, we thought she was just talking. She dumb. They're like, the glasses are fake, y'all. She dumb. <laughs> <laughs> So she is filled with all kinds of nonsense, it sounds like. Yes. And one of the things that that is nonsense that she shared with you was the possibility that the chicken at Chinese food restaurants isn't real. Yes. Well, because my mom is like, well, you know, Chinese people eat everything, right? Mm. She's like, they eat all types of meat. So she's like, they eat horse and cat and rat (laughs) and pig and and five golden rings. Like she listed all these things. And I was like, oh, and then, you know, I don't know if you know anything about the WhatsApp culture. A little bit. My mother lives in Ghana now. And so uh, she moved out there to be with a man who she loves deeply. And so her and my little sister live in Ghana. And Mm -hmm. so uh, she is slowly becoming a WhatsApp lady in a way that uh, throws me off every single time. But yeah, tell me more about the WhatsApp culture. Okay, so peak WhatsApp culture is, like, they send, like, recipes and those, like, mm. glittery, like, happy Thanksgiving memes. You know what I'm talking about? It'll be, like, yes. happy holidays, and it's, like, it's like yep. a MySpace background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a real Friendster vibe to it where it's, like, yes. the, the technology has advanced beyond this. You could, you could send some other shit. 
you could send a clear, like something clear. Mm-hmm. It's like a, they send like Bigfoot videos. Like it's always like a grainy quality film. Yeah. But like some, there was like a video that was floating around of like some like Asian person like skinning something and it was like a stack of little bodies. Anyway, so yes, it was like it's there's a picture yeah. somewhere that my mom saw or somebody WhatsApped her and it was like little piles of mice or something being right. skinned. And that is, my mom was like, see, I told you, that's what they're eating when you get Chinese food. And it's like, uh, girl, I mean, maybe, but. Esposible. <laughs> but I don't know. Here's the thing is, and this is a uh, a conspiracy theory, a rumor that I think I've heard, we've all heard for, for generations. And it's always so funny to me to think about those kinds of videos where they point to this one individual who's skinning a bunch of rats and stacking their bodies on top of each other. <laughs> it's like, how much of that is Chinese people and how much of that is just that one nigga who really likes how rat tastes? Like, mm-hmm. why does that have to be all of them? Why can't that just be that one weird motherfucker who's out here eating rats? Rat kebabs, yes. But because of that, like, I can't eat Chinese food as freely as my friends eat it, right? Mm. Like, so I can only order, like, I'll eat shrimp and I'll eat the chicken wings because those are shaped like what they're supposed to be. <laughs> I'm not getting beef and broccoli. I'm not getting chicken and broccoli because sure. those are weird shapes. Yeah. And I, I will say that while while this is and who we better tread fucking carefully. Mm-hmm. But so. while this is, I think, a, a conspiracy theory that has many elements of like racist, backwards thinking ingrained in it, there are mm-hmm. little things that happen where you're like, damn, maybe these racist motherfuckers are right. Right, but like my mother is very particular about chicken in general. Like she refuses to buy chicken breast from the supermarket because. She grew up on a farm. She had mm. chickens. She had goats, blah, 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 blah. But we'll be at the supermarket and she'll be like, I've never seen a chicken with breasts that big. That's not chicken. Yeah. And when you think, when you think about how small a chicken is, the breasts be real juicy sometimes. Hey, and listen, and there's enough scientific evidence. I don't know if you've ever seen like Super Size Me. Uh, which obviously comes with a little bit of uh, it, it's it's problematic in its own form. But one mm-hmm. of the things that they talk about in Super Size Me is the type of hormones that they inject into the fucking McDonald's chickens so that they the titties are so big they can't even move. They're just like <laughs> alive for a moment. They cut the titties off and then it's done. And it's like, ah, fuck, your mom's right. The, those titties aren't natural. But yes. at the same time, Maybe the, it's still chicken. It's just juiced up chicken. <laughs> Have you ever seen the video of the chicken that was coming? It was like from a couple years ago. It's like a big ass chicken coming out of a coop. Mm-hmm. And it looks like foghorn leghorn. Like, yeah. a, a, like it comes out and it's bigger than the house. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's got like pecs and abs. And it's like, why does that chicken it, have muscles? It looks like it's wearing like snow pants and a full yes. like uh, bubble jacket. Yes. It's like that's that's not a normal chicken. No. 
It looked like it just got off a ski lift. It's huge. It it those those videos always bug me because there's always somebody who comes in afterwards and it's like, well, that's actually the uh, the Doctor McTocken chicken, and you wouldn't <laughs> recognize it from its big thick feathers. And it's like, bitch, if that's been around this whole time, then you need to let me know from the beginning. Why right. are we? Why do we keep talking about these same six Pokemon? I'm trying to see. I'm trying to catch them all. Right. A hundred percent. But I'm saying that and I still eat meat. I'm still going to keep eating it. Sure. But I'm not eating that, hopefully, because right. I only buy like the tiny like baby wings. And that's what I'm cooking at my house. But I don't know. I The stuff that we eat is sometimes it's kind of crazy, you know? It is. And so so with that, you you do hold a little bit of fear from the stuff that your mother has said to you about chicken and about these things from these restaurants. I'm curious to know how much your mother is afraid of other ethnic foods. Like, is it just Chinese or is she like, you know, the fish at Japanese restaurants, <laughs> you know, that's radiated. <laughs> that would make your clitoris long. If you yeah, eat that. yeah, yeah, that makes your clit long. Exactly. You sound, have you, did you speak to my mother today? Yeah, we um, had a phone call ahead of time. Just a little research on my end. Other things that my mother doesn't eat and would not buy for us, ice mm-hmm. cream from the ice cream truck. Whoa. Because mm-hmm. she was like, they don't have a bathroom on that truck. They pee in buckets in the, on that truck. Yo. And then they don't wash their hands. And they give you that SpongeBob ice cream with them PP hands. And oh, so- shit. <laughs> fuck. Wait a god. Hold on. What the fuck? I, I, that's never occurred to me. Where are they peeing and pooping? On the truck. You're on that truck for for eight to ten hours a day, rolling through neighborhoods, if nothing else, interacting with the grubby little fingers of small children. And you don't we don't see any wash stations back there. This is Mm-mm. fucking devastating. Mm-mm. My mom's like, you see, that's why they don't have no windows back there. So they can poop. <laughs> they go poop on the truck. And I'm like, what? I just want to get a cone. I got cones at the house. So <laughs> I'll make you ice cream, baby. Don't even trip about that. But I'm churning the cream right now. <laughs> but we always had, you know, the, the plus of that is we always had ice cream sandwiches at the house. But it was like, it's not the same. Yeah. I want to eat the PP truck ice cream. Yeah, like, there's nothing like a hard-earned uh, ice cream from a potential pedophile that makes you feel, you know what I mean? Like, this man might snatch you. And that's kind of nice when you get the ice cream and you make it home. I love and there's those. music playing and you're like, but she's not buying that. Wow. She's never had sushi. She will never have sushi. Sure. But I will say every year, minus this one that just passed, but every New Year's Eve, we would go, we would take my mom to hibachi and Hibachi is the only thing that she would eat because they cook the food in front of you. Wow. And she likes the little volcano. So, you know. Okay. She's an onion (laughs) volcano kind of girl. (laughs) She ain't here for ice cream off of trucks, but she's down for an onion volcano. She said, I'm watching them make the rice. She will not drink um, miso soup, though. She's like, this is hand wash water. (laughs) (laughs) This is dirty hand wash water. (laughs) So, I, I guess I... This is all very fascinating and groundbreaking stuff. I guess what comes to mind is why isn't she bothered by the potential 
like there's no proof that that's chicken at the hibachi, right? Like it comes damn near pre what they served it to you as. They just chop it up real fine. Yeah, so but like, she's not. She's not getting the chicken. She's getting the shrimp. Oh, she, because the she, shrimp is still shrimp shaped. I got you. Anything that is shaped like the thing that she ordered, she's exactly. willing to eat. Exactly. And even then, like, she's watching us eat our stuff and she's making faces. And the dude is clocked in looking at her face. <laughs> <laughs> she's at his job like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, they go around and they, like, like spray the sake in everybody's mouth. She likes yeah. that. She's good at that. It's actually kind of scary how good at that she is. So she's, she's here like, for the turn up. She just ain't. She ain't fucking around with rare meats. Is her no, issue. no, N- nothing exotical. No exotic meats at my mom's house. I mean, at the restaurants. But I mean, it's funny, and it makes me kind of how I am right now. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like I have been cooking really well during the pandemic, and then it got to the point that I was like, no, I'm not washing another fork. That's fair. I'm not washing another pan. I'm done cooking and sometimes i'll just sit here and be hungry for hours (laughs) (laughs) like well i can't eat out because those foreign meats might uh, be something that they're not supposed to be but i'm not cooking for myself so yeah no but honestly this is like peak this is the most in my life that i've ever eaten out like ordered food out and Mm -hmm. me and the delivery man hey how you doing yeah i'm Uh, coming down but i just i'm at that point now where it's like I'm gonna eat the fake meat. I'm gonna eat whatever the the dirty hand wash water. I'm yeah. I'm just gonna eat it. I've 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 always maintained that feeling, and I don't know if it's good or bad. And uh, I I've expressed this a few times, but my taste buds are are broken, right? Like they don't mm. work very well. I've I've had multiple run ins where like people have been like, "This is poison," and I'm like, "I don't know. It tastes fine to me." Is this because you're? Is this because you're half white? I reckon that that plays its part. I don't. Yeah. I don't know for sure. Uh, yeah. My dad similarly does not seem to have a very discerning palate, and yeah. in that way, like maybe I just got his goofy ass mouth, or maybe it's the white devil's mouth, and I got to unpack that someday. Okay. Through this work, but I will say that I've always taken solace in not knowing what the shit is, because if I know too much, then I'm unhappy. Right. But yeah. if I just make peace with the fact that it could be chicken, it could be a pile of rats. And either way, this motherfucker tastes good with orange on it. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be okay. I, it's good. <laughs> well, can we talk about, like, what a McNugget is? Like, mm-hmm. is that? <laughs> is Where is all this chicken coming from? Because it's like, <laughs> like, what is a McNugget and what is Kentucky Fried Chicken? Because they can't call it that no more. It's just KFC. Right. Yeah, they don't. They they, they can't have call to leave it chicken. Branding? I think they they can't call it Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. Oh, it's meaning KFC. the the chicken is wait. Which part of that? That let's unpack this because which part of that K F and C is the problem? Is it the okay. K? Because if that's the the problem, then that's fine. They're not making it in Kentucky. But if right. it's the C, then we've got a bigger issue. I think it might be the C, but I've actually never thought <laughs> maybe it's the K. Maybe they can't call it Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> they like, make it in Boston. <laughs> like, motherfucker, you got this in Albany. This is not Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> it's from Albuquerque. That's what it is. Albuquerque Fried Chicken. 
Wow. Yeah, I, I, think you... I, I think maybe there's something a little easier in just saying, I don't know, and I'm at peace. But to your mother's point, she's going to live her life maybe longer and healthier because she's like, I don't know, and I'm not at peace, and I refuse to settle for any unverified meats. Exactly. And my mother's skin looks great. And she just puts Vaseline on it. She don't use no serums, no <laughs> hyaluronic acid. She's putting petroleum jelly on her face still. <laughs> and her face still looks good. And it's like, well, sis, I'm going to use these serums. But I'm right. also eating, you know, I eat stuff that she would never, ever even put in her mouth. Yeah, so. your mother is greasing up like she's going to have a fist fight. And somehow <laughs> she's thriving. Meanwhile, the rest of us are fucking growing boils out of our skin because we won't leave these meats alone. And we're all depressed. And my mother is happy. She's, she's at happy. peace. Especially if there's an onion volcano nearby. It sounds like she's 100% at peace. She's living her best life. She's, oh, okay. It's like, okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more Marie Faustin. More My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. How 
my man's supposed to schmeet his meat with this shit, bro? What the fuck? Yeah, we're back here with more Marie Faustin, more of my mama told me. We're still talking about the unaccredited meats that are possibly served at certain Chinese restaurants and whether or not that is, in fact, the the threat that Marie's mother has told her it is all these years. I'm curious to know if she knows specifically what the meat is. If it's not chicken, what is it? Oh, on the phone with me yesterday, she listed literally every single animal on Old McDonald's farm um, (laughs) except chicken. And I was like, you... How do you don't even have any Asian friends, right? <laughs> it's not like you like went to someone's house and they served you and you like saw the door swing open and you caught them like killing a snake. You just you pulling this out your booty. Right. Just, this is just coming from a place of speculation. You you haven't talked to an Asian person. You're not uh you're not checking in on any of your Chinese restaurant owners. This no. is just you guessing. You're just making it up. But then she speaks in a way that you're like, well, what is General Sos? What, what, is, what is that? Yeah. Who is that? That's the question. That's an important question. And I don't think anybody truly knows. It was just, I think General So was just a dude that white people made up to be able to make chicken uh, more palatable for everybody <laughs> back here in America. But who knows? I, I'm glad that your mother uh, talked a little bit about all these alternative meat substitutes, because when I went uh, going into the research and started mm. looking for some of these substitutes, one of the first things that pops up is like all these people on Quora and Reddit, all these awful places for doing any sort of sincere research, basically mm-hmm. claiming that the chicken and beef at Chinese restaurants was everything from frog to jellyfish like they went down the list of as you put it old mcdonald's farm and then included things like jellyfish and snake and all these crazy fucking things that that jellyfish i feel Mm -hmm. like jellyfish would be like chewy and slimy though yeah it's hard to make sense of what exactly they think uh, which part of the jellyfish is this? You know what I mean? If we're worried about the McNugget, I at least can make sense of where a McNugget might come from in a chicken. There's no part of a jellyfish that's going to make it into a fucking, you know, pad thai. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they they kill the jellyfish, then they freeze the jellyfish, uh-huh. then they slice the frozen <laughs> jellyfish, then they roll it in flour, yep. fry it, yep. and then that's the that's a rib tip. <laughs> that's a rib tip that's a rib tip right there yeah. and the bone hey ain't no telling that's a piece of tentacle right there that's a, that ain't nothing the crazy part to me of a lot of this is is that even to to what your mother is suggesting it the chicken is available everywhere Right. Chicken. We're constantly seeing them on farms. Cows. We're constantly seeing them. We're literally being told that cows are part of the reason this earth is dying is because we won't stop mass producing cows and they're farting. And then it's fucking up our atmosphere. Right. And the presumption that like these Chinese people are so fucking sneaky that they somehow have boxes and and crates of jellyfish instead of this easily accessible animal is a little uh short-sighted i'll say that 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 part langston it's like i mean i've also never seen a a chinese food 
restaurant that had like a delivery truck in front of it dropping off crates of stuff. No. So that. But yeah, I feel like it's easier to find a bunch of chickens than it is to find a bunch of snakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like even with that, I know I know a nigga who will sell me one snake. I don't know a motherfucker <laughs> who's going to sell me 112. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's how right. much you need to be able to make the meal that you're supposing is being made out of this shit. So it, it's a little hard to, to believe. Yeah, I don't know where the wholesale snake shop is. But... <laughs> <laughs> they're having also... a snake clearance sale it's just a big old pile of snakes you can you just sift through it take the it's snakes like every, everything must go it's like a wacky waving inflatable arm dude it's like <laughs> but it's snake shaped uh-huh <laughs> why does he have arms i don't know we got real confused in the promotion the point <laughs> is buy some of these snakes yeah <laughs> going out of business everything must go so do you eat out a lot I do. I eat out a, a shit ton, largely in that um, I am not a, a great cook and uh, I, I'm capable and I should do it more often. But I'm also uh, I got a prisoner in my wife. And so I'm going to make her cook as often as I can. I do the cleaning. So I make up for it on the back. End, OK, so you all ain't got no dishwashers, what you say? Oh, no, I'm the dishwasher. She the chef. Uh, I'm the dishwasher. And okay. uh, that's where the party is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think. I ever feel, even when I'm eating out, though, any concern that, like, I'm being bamboozled by the meat that I'm being served. I don't know. I was eating out with a friend, like, maybe, like, six or seven years ago. It wasn't my friend. It's my ex-boyfriend. Um, he was my boyfriend at the time, so <laughs> nobody. So we got food, and he was eating. He was like, the texture is wrong. Like, mm -hmm. he was like, this is not chicken and i was yeah. like Whoa. i was like well that's why i got the the wings <laughs> <laughs> see mine's shaped like chicken so it's shaped like chicken so this <laughs> i mean if it's if this is not chicken then my you know my props to the to the artist because yeah. <laughs> they got the shape perfect but he was like the texture is wrong he starts spitting it out i was like oh that's terrible i said you can't have none of my food but you could have this little broccoli right here <laughs> you know that broccoli that they just put in because it, i guess it looks better you can have that but you can't yeah yeah. Well, yeah the little it's green so that's it's broccoli that counts as the vitamin for the week <laughs> so one of the things that that i discovered in unpacking a lot of this research is that uh, a lot of it is rooted in this sort of racist theory that chinese people are serving up dogs and cats, right? Like that's the go-to thing. And specifically dog, I think is oh. like the go-to one that a lot of people speculate that Chinese people serve. And it turns out that it's not completely disconnected from a, a type of Chinese history, right? That okay. all the way back to uh, 1700 BC, mm. they can actually trace a history of Chinese people eating dogs. That, like, all the way back in ancient China, these motherfuckers used to eat dog. Because, apparently in ancient China, dogs and dog meat were considered important offerings to ancestors and sacrificial foods to gods. Any specific breed of dog or just any dog? My guess is that back in 1700 BC, there were like four dogs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like how there's there's all these weird ones now, a Lassie Poo and a 
a pug and like all this shit. That didn't yeah. exist back then. There were four dogs. It was like a, a golden shepherd and or a golden retriever and a, a black lab. And you got to pick. I'll take golden or I'll take black. And you ate yeah. that shit. It was a white dog, a black dog, a brown dog, and then a gray dog. And uh-huh. he was like, ooh, I think I want some gray dog tonight. And y'all, would y'all have some gray if I ordered some gray? I would love. <laughs> we have gray, gray dog for the table? Yeah. Yeah, y'all, y'all, don't let me eat it all. I gotta fit into my prom dress. <laughs> I'm so sorry for being problematic. Sorry, don't cancel me. No, um, this is fine. They They had prom back then. Uh, (laughs) it even turns out that the chinese character uh for to offer contains the character of dog right like it's the same symbol sort of cooked into the character that it means to offer that said this practice died out a long time ago right like over the years people basically like everything started to build up a morality about dogs and the treatment of dogs. And it wasn't, it's basically around like the 10th century and the popularization of uh, Buddhism that people started to look at killing dogs as bad karma. They basically went like, oh, these dogs are, are cool as fuck. I, I don't think we should be killing them anymore. That's bad luck. <laughs> said, I kicked this dog and he's still my friend. Oh, <laughs> I like this nigga. Yes. <laughs> let's not eat the gray ones to no more. Yeah, yeah, nah, let's, we're done with the gray ones. Them black ones, we'll kill them motherfuckers. He's Fuck dead. Them dogs. <laughs> them dogs is aggressive. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, it turns out those dogs are wolves. Okay, cool. Ah, <laughs> So this keeps going, right? And then during the, the Cultural Revolution in China, this dude, Mao Zedong, basically banned raising dogs for like pets as like a uh, a bourgeois pastime. And during the great famine that followed, peasants basically uh, would eat their the dog meat just like any other animal they could lay their hands on because it's the great famine. We're hungry as fuck. Dogs are around and we, for at least a time, we're raising them as our pets. But now we ain't got no food. So shit, scruffy looking real scrumptious <laughs> right now. That is so wild. But like when you think about the meat that we do eat, it's mm-hmm. like like it could have been anything, right? Like yes. we've decided pork, not everybody, but like pork, beef and chicken are like acceptable. But right. it's like it, chickens could have like they just I don't know, they rolled a bad hand. They cuz they could have been pets too. Yeah, chickens PR people just weren't on it the way that they were supposed to be. And now we're going fucking crazy for chicken. Everybody can make peace with eating a chicken, but these dogs ain't doing that much. You know what I mean? Liter- no. And th- sometimes they pee in your house and they- uh-huh. and cats <laughs> scratch up your couch. But like cats are like, for whatever reason, cats have always been, I think, pretty high up on the totem pole of pets, like from like ancient Egypt times. Like, yeah. They're mean and people don't want to eat them. <laughs> Everybody recognizes that cats potentially uh, could murder them. And so they're like, respect. Respect yeah. to you and your work. I recognize that you're at least intelligent enough to know that I deserve to die. I'll leave you alone. Whereas uh, dogs, is like, it's a loyal slave. So, yeah, I'm going to eat my slave eventually. <laughs> yeah. So this keeps going, right? And so it sounds like 
that after a while we, uh, you know, people, the famine ends, people become normal again and they start treating dogs again like regular sort of uh, pets. And it sounds like because of this history with dogs and dog meat, that it's not until the 90s that they really begin seeing a resurgence of dogs as pets in big cities. That for The while, 1990s? Yeah, that for a while they just kind of like leave dogs alone. They're like, yeah, we had a bad history. We ate the motherfuckers, so we can't like be hanging out with them afterwards. And then it isn't until like very, very late that like Chinese people reestablish dogs as like a household pet. That is wild. Mm-hmm. I'm learning a lot. This is crazy. And you hey, really that's did why some I do research. This shit. <laughs> Keep in mind, I go to like four websites, so I could be wrong. And I have a feeling we're going to get some hate mail from this one. But I'm excited <laughs> to read what people have to say. The <laughs> the part that I think gets the most attention, and this is uh-huh. where all of like the dog eating of China really comes from, is that there's still to this day a festival in this place called Yulin. Uh, mm-hmm. And the, the festival is called the Lychee Dog and Meat Festival. Where the people of that city in Yulin do, in fact, eat dog as a as an homage to their ancestors. Now, are they eating dog or are they eating hot dogs? Because I've seen <laughs> I've seen the hot dog eating contest, and there's always like a real little Asian dude that's sure. just like shoving like ninety eight hot dogs in his face. And I will say, uh, equally disgusting. I don't the <laughs> the little motherfucker stuffing ninety eight dogs is gross to me. Big old what's his name, Joe. Uh, the the Nathan's hot dog champion, that yeah. big white motherfucker. He's just like he's it's like bubble something. Yeah, yeah. They like dip the bread in water, and they're just like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you nasty bitch. Why? <laughs> what are you doing that for? <laughs> Did you call him a nasty bitch? Did you? I, I don't like him. Whatever his name is, Joe Saxophone. I can't remember his goddamn name, but <laughs> he's a nasty bitch, and I don't care for him. But that said, it's this one festival in this one city in one of the most populated countries on this Mm. planet Earth that Mm. does the thing. And it's so sort of like um, polarizing that even the city, like the spokespeople are like, yeah, we ain't got nothing to do with that. That's just like a few wild people in our in our city. We don't in Chinese people basically say we don't want this to be a reflection of our entire identity. And right. instead, people do it anyway. And it it just sort of speaks to how absurd it is that we're using this one instance to be a reflection of everything that happens in an entire place. That is wild. And my mother doesn't know any of those things, but she in the back of her mind, she mm-hmm. thinks she do. Sure. Maybe she does. Maybe she maybe that's where she went on her honeymoon and she was like, This is I'm never eating Chinese food again. I don't I don't want a number three or a number two. I don't uh-huh. want I don't want the dumplings. I don't want none of this shit. I will say I will say, having been to China, I did eat the weirdest stuff that I've ever eaten in that place. But it, okay. none of it was a surprise. They weren't tricking me into the shit. Like that's right. not like I ate starfish, that was fucking gross. I ate scorpion. I ate uh, I ate duck eggs. That's the worst thing I ate is duck eggs. Those was it like scrambled? Was it over easy? I ate a a boiled duck egg. You know how with photos, there's the negative, like the old, like you get the sheet of the negatives. That's yeah. what a duck egg looks like to a chicken egg. It's like black or gray Ew. on the outside, where the yolk, you know, where the Ew, white yeah. would be, and the yolk yeah. is like a different color as well. 
Ew. Are you sure you had a, maybe it was a bad duck egg? Uh, that's very possible. I was not uh, checking all the duck eggs to know which ones were good <laughs> or bad. I, a motherfucker just handed me and was like, duck egg. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. And then he watched you just, and you were like, you were like, that was, that was nice. That Thank was you so right. much. I love your culture. It's just a rich history here that I, I can't get enough of. <laughs> what else did you eat? Did you have frog legs? Those are all pretty wild. I think the wildest thing was I had this wine that was made with turtle and uh, snake fermenting in the bottle. It okay. like much in the way that tequila has like a worm yeah. sitting on the bottom. This had a big ass turtle with no shell and a snake at the bottom of the wine. And I was there with my students and they had been getting on my nerves. So I was like, give me some of that wine, dog. And I had it. And then my teeth went no. real numb. And I was like, ah, this, no more, please. <laughs> <laughs> Enough snake juice for me, sir. Wait, wait, hold on. First of all, how do you even recognize a turtle if it's not? wearing a shell because oh you I know a turtle like, <laughs> i feel like if i saw a turtle without a shell I, in, in liquid i would think that it was i don't know a teddy bear with alopecia like i don't <laughs> how did you a turtle i'd be like what lizard is that yeah i don't know it, it you see it and you like either that lizard got wings so that's a motherfucking turtle no. it's got that long that long middle or that wide middle and you're like yeah, that's a motherfucking turtle Oh, oh! is a turtle the shape of the shell? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it turns out they're not inside the shell as much as they are uh, attached. Uh, the shell is a part of their, their body. It's just protecting their insides. They're not like snails that abandon the shell later. They, they yeah. That's permanent. <laughs> I thought it was a jacket, but you're saying that it's, <laughs> that's his skin. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. So I started to try to unpack exactly what the meat in Chinese food restaurants is, right? Okay, like, let's, uh, let's get into I, it. I wanted to make sure that that while we can confirm that there's a fair amount of racism that comes in in claiming these unverified meats are the meat, we mm -hmm. should know exactly what makes this meat so different when we eat it. And it turns out that there are a few arguments, but one of the things that people said is that Chinese people commonly use chicken thighs instead of other parts of the chicken. So it's not breast, it's not wing, it's chicken thigh because that meat is easier to tenderize, easier to marinate, and also cheaper. And it's juicy. It stays juicy for longer than any of the other meats. And then there's this other thing that I read that was a little more jarring, but also still about chicken. They basically said that, that Chinese people aren't serving fake chicken. They actually use tougher cuts and slice them super thin. And then they marinate them overnight in this solution called sodium bicarbonate. Mm, mm -hmm. And then that allows them, after washing it away, allows for that tent, that super tough meat to become almost more rubbery and bouncy in the way that uh, the meat sometimes tastes when you're eating it at the restaurants. And so it basically is this way of getting the cheap meat and turning it into sellable meat through this overnight soaking process. They ain't eating uh, fucking <laughs> turtles. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So... <laughs> I'm not now offering you healing. I'm just offering you more of a, a clear understanding of why you shouldn't be eating out anytime. 
one of the things that I discovered, though, is and mm-hmm. well, really, it's more of a question that I, I found myself asking with all of this is how different is this from so many of the other situations we see in other restaurants in relation to them selling us bullshit? Right. Like, I don't yes. know if you remember when McDonald's had to make that big announcement that they would no longer be putting pink slime in their food. That just for years, yeah, they were just but like... but also, what was the pink slime? I think it was just like a blended mush of organs and bullshit that they, like, were adding to meat to make it fuller and less, you know, you wanted... To, if you say you got a quarter pound patty, they can afford to give you a fucking quarter pound of beef. That's expensive. But they right, can give not, you... Not for no two ninety. No, not for no one ninety nine. Exactly. <laughs> so they give you a little drop of meat and they give you a whole lot of slime. And you, getting, you... you getting beak, club, uh-huh. greens, tomatoes. You getting, you getting some lips. You getting some um, asshole. You getting... <laughs> you're getting eyelash exactly that's nasty do you remember? uh olivia is saying pink slime is a meat byproduct used as a food additive to ground beef and beef-based processed meats as a filler or to reduce overall fat content of ground beef in the production process heat it's no. basically to fill out the meat no do you remember a couple mm-hmm. years ago somebody got a mcdonald's meal yeah it was like fries a burger, some nuggets, and something else. Mm-hmm. And they had the food sitting out for a year. Yes. And took a picture of it every single day for a year. Bread never got moldy. Yep. The, like, the meat, the fries stayed fry shape. Hell yeah. And it was like, well, what is all that other stuff? Sure. Like, bread is supposed to get mold on it. Dude, the bread's not even real bread. Maybe the bread got pink slime in it. It's... Oh, my God. And I would say there's one part of you that could be like, this is horrible. What a a terrible thing that they're feeding us and putting in our bodies. And there's another part of me that argues that means they're the greatest restaurant in the history of the world because they keep serving us this shit. And I can't tell the difference. (laughs) I I think it's delightful. So what the fuck? I'm not going to be unhappy about it. Much to my earlier point, you served it to me and I enjoyed it. I don't need to know what's in it. We love to see Langston smile. Um, <laughs> ba da ba ba ba. da ba ba ba. He's eating it. That's hey, nasty. Somebody will eat it. That's the, the new catchphrase. Not I, said the cat. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I also don't eat fast food really at all. So there's that. That That's fair. I think, and you have every right, and it's probably the more responsible choice. Like there was a years ago, they, uh, Burger King got in trouble. I think it was in the UK for selling horse meat instead oh. of fucking burger meat or, you know, cow meat. But again, it's not like somebody bit into the motherfucker and knew, hey, this is, what the fuck? This is horse <laughs> Hey, hey, Jay, hey, Jack, this is horse. It's oh like, no. Like, this, I said, mm, this is good. Right. I'll come to this Burger King every day for lunch. It's exactly. the best beef I've ever had. And honestly, it was probably a disgruntled worker who was like, they fired him on a bad day. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to tell these motherfuckers you cooking horse back here. <laughs> and like, Burger King's like, damn, you blowing up our spot like that? All right, fine. You can stay. You can have Saturday off, but like, please, <laughs> okay, come back. You can have it off. Just chill, man. Don't go telling our Re- secrets. Relax, relax. 
Then there's other examples like, uh, and this is more of a rumor than a fact. This, this falls far closer to conspiracy theory. But my friend, uh, a dear friend, you know him, Ryan Donahue, uh, mm-hmm. once told me the story that like calamari in uh, restaurants and specifically like bad restaurants is not in fact calamari, but it's in fact uh, cow anus. That like what? they'll they'll like chop up the little booty hole of a cow or no! a pig and serve that as calamari. And again, how the fuck would you know the difference? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This affects me personally. Dude. Yeah, yeah, J'adore yeah. calamari. <laughs> calamari is just cow ass. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying that this is a theory that's floating around the world. And maybe it's better if we don't know, if we never find out that it's cow anus. Well, what's, okay, well, what counts as a, a cheap restaurant? Because, like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> how much money should I not be spending on calamari is what I, what I want to know. Sure. <laughs> don't, uh, look, don't get it at Bennigan's. If you were going to Bennigan's, if that was where you were like, this is my night out on the town. I would say don't get the calamari there. I don't know where Bennigan's is, but like, is that like a TGI Fridays? Like, what? Oh, yeah, it's the same quality. Bennigan's, I think, is a defunct restaurant. It's TGI Fridays Rising, if you will. Oh, oh, okay. I was going to say Roy Rogers, but okay, yeah, TGI Fridays. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the day, Part of what what I, I sort of found myself asking is how do any of us truly know that what we're eating, if they tell us we're eating swordfish, how can we prove that it is, in fact, swordfish, right? It's all tilapia. It's all tilapia. <laughs> I love that. It's all tilapia, yes. There you go. And so, and so you have two alternatives in this scenario. You either follow what I'm doing and you continue to eat whatever they offer you and you make peace with that or... Mm. You follow Marie and her mother's uh, uh, process and you mm-hmm. decide to stay at home and mm-hmm. never eat out again. And that's probably healthier and you'll live longer. But Or you won't because you're staying home and you're not cooking and you're sitting in your purple living room and <laughs> you are famished. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and more you importantly, you'll never ass. know what cow anus tastes like. And you got to try some of this cow anus. It tastes delicious with lemon. Yeah. I mean, you just. You gotta bread it just right, and then you just. Mm. You know, I'm thinking about it. I think it's cow anus. I, I, I don't think I've ever had calamari. God damn! I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do this. We'll take a break. We'll process. We'll be back with more Marie Foster. More my mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. Hello, how are you? I am under the water. Please help me. You're too much raining. <laughs> yeah, we're back here with more My Mama mm. Told Me, more Marie Faust, and we're still talking about the surprises of the food that we eat and mm-hmm. the possibility that none of it is real and we should just make peace with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't believe we've gotten this far into the episode and haven't even mentioned Taco Bell. Oh, talk to me about Taco Bell. Because my mom, my mama told me that Taco Bell meat is Chihuahua because the dog was <laughs> in the commercials. <laughs> and she was like, that's what Yokota Taco Bell means. It means he's going to be Taco Bell. And, and and she's like, you see, they don't even use the dog no more because he dead. Sure. So it's like, girl, I mean, Taco Bell very well could be that. But it's like the tacos are like 22 cents and yeah. you can get a bag of them and you put the hot sauce on them. And it's like, this is not good. And what's White Castle? How how did we get all the way to this point? We didn't uh, talk about White Castle neither. Listen, I, part of the reason I probably didn't bring them up is because they're all cherished restaurants in my heart. <laughs> and so it's like, I don't, I'm not even going to mention this shit unless she does, because I ain't going to. Listen, I'm not going to yuck my own yum. You know what I mean? I, I heard you had um, White Castle sliders at your wedding. That's what I. That's what the stream saying. <laughs> I wish. If there was a White Castle available... Oh, I would have served White Castle and we would all shit ourselves right on the dance floor. (laughs) Just White Castle and Molly cooking up in our stomachs and making us shit in the middle of the dance floor. (laughs) (laughs) That's nasty. All right, let's play a game. I want to play a game and this is a a fun game called Wick Therapy. Wick therapy, that's the game. You, Marie, are known for your your hilarious characters on, on the internet, on IG, the YouTubes and whatnot, uh, where you put on your wigs and you tell these beautiful narratives of the, the wigs and the, the history behind them, all the shenanigans these wigs get up to. What I would love for you to do 
mm-hmm. is uh, I'm going to introduce to you a few celebrities who might need a little therapy, a little wig therapy. And okay. I would love for you to unpack what you kind of wig you think these celebrities need to sort of revitalize their career or find okay. themselves in a better situation at home. Okay. Okay, here we go. Let's start easy. Bruce Willis got in trouble because he was showing up to the pharmacy without wearing a mask. And they were at, they basically had to ask Bruce Willis to leave the pharmacy because no. he, he would not put on a mask in the middle of the pandemic. What wig might you suggest for Bruce Willis to, to improve his situation? Damn, Die Hard wasn't wearing a mask? Yeah, he, he's super Republican. Oh, I did not know that. But yeah. also, as I'm saying it, <laughs> I feel like I did. I'm like, I did not. I knew that. I did. I yeah, you like knew I, it. In your heart, you knew In it. my heart, I knew that. What kind of wig does Bruce Willis need to revamp his image or fits what he did? Either one. Whatever feels good to you. In my mind, it's a Cruella DeVille moment. Mm. It's like a white wig. It's kind of uh, flipped out a little bit on the ends because that feels <laughs> evil to me. A wig that, like, you sure. know what I mean? A little feathering. A right feathering, at the 100%. The opposite of the Rachel wig mm-hmm. um, for Bruce Willis. Definitely uh, a wig that has Dalmatians and a wig that doesn't stop for pedestrians. It, like, leans on the horn when the pedestrians are kind of like... <laughs> Um, a wig that um, pushes by old people in the uh, supermarket because mm-hmm. they want to get the last, I don't know, fish sticks in their fridge sure. or whatever. It's a mean, it's a mean white wig. <laughs> I love that. I love Cruella DeVille, but for fish sticks is the, yeah. the energy that Bruce Willis is getting off. And, and I think that's perfect. Let's try another one. And this is actually very, uh, very on brand for what we've been discussing all day. Azalea Banks. Uh, I don't know if you heard about Azalea Banks, but she got in trouble because Hmm. she apparently cooked her cat. What? Cooked. She dug up the dead bones of her cat uh, and then cooked them in a pot and then now has the skull and bones of that cat on a shrine in her home. We got to pray for Azalea. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. Hey, I'm just a reporter at this point. I don't know. I can't make sense of it. But she she's cooking cat now. She's cooking cat now. Okay. In my mind, it's like a Dennis the Menace wig <laughs> or, or a Three Stooges wig. Just like a wig that looks like the tooth is chi- You know what I mean? Like sure. it's a bowl cut with a... It's got that part in it. Yes. Yeah. It's got a hard part in it. Uh, what is wrong with Azalea? Girl. I I talked to a few people about it. Uh, there are some who are speculating this is some sort of like uh, uh, Santeria type mm. uh, work that she's doing. But then she also put it on the Internet, which makes it not that. I don't know. I think she's unwell and we she, just need Santeria to... is like a is, isn't that Puerto Rican? Like, re, like, yes, it is. Voodoo? <laughs> she's from Harlem. She's not Puerto Rican. She's from Harlem. Um, I actually don't know where the family is from, but I don't think. Boiling bones in her mom's good pot is something that anybody's black mama would let them do. So, yeah, she's. And why would you post something like that? Like, where did she dig these bones up from in a time capsule? That's the weird part is like, bitch, you 30. Why are you still burying your cat in the backyard like you're eight? Cut it out. (laughs) Go take your cat to the, the, the pest people like yes. everybody else and let them deal with the way bones are meant to be dealt with 
Yeah, I'm gonna go look at the bones. They're gonna it's gonna be raccoon bones. I'm gonna be like, oh, that's <laughs> actually not a cat at all. It's a, another thing that went in the ground after the cat died. And I would love that if you just expose her. This is just all turned into a Jesse Smollett level like <laughs> lie, but it's still a lady cooking bones, and we ignore that, and we're just like, that ain't cat. That's <laughs> raccoon. This bitch is a liar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's try another person. This is okay. uh, this is a maybe a the greatest of of sort of canceled celebrities. Kanye, Kanye, mm. you know he uh, is said to have taken a lover in Jeffree Star, and uh, mm. there he's no longer with Kim. What would you suggest for old Kanye right about now as a wig? I'm gonna suggest a Daenerys Targaryen mm. wig. I want it to be blonde, flowy. I want four braids going back, mm. clasped low. <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like uh, she she was the worst part of the finale of Game of Thrones, and yep. that I feel like Kanye is in the the worst part of the finale of his life right now. It sure. feels it all feels bad. It feels. So has this been um, confirmed? Is it? Uh... I, don't, I don't think so. I think uh, TikTok made up some conspiracies and then Jeffree Star is a messy enough person that he was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'll, I'll play along. 100%. This, ain't, this ain't nothing but Kris Jenner. Kris Jenner mm-hmm. is the devil and the devil is always working. And I think she needed to distract from the family so they were like let's just put it all on kanye and who do we know jeffrey star yes 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 him yeah exactly that's i love wild. that the rumor made me laugh i i appreciate the rumor for and messiness. that's the thing that i i do think chris jenner is the devil i think that she's the spawn of satan it's unquestionable but i mm-hmm. don't think she gets enough credit for how funny she is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that bitch be writing and she writes <laughs> a story. Yeah, she writes a story like no one else. And sometimes we need to give her a little bit of credit where credit is due. Sometimes she writes some funny ass shit. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. All right. Last one. And this is a fun one. Uh, Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean was recently canceled because he went on the Internet and basically said that cancel culture is uh, problematic and it's it's poorly affecting many of his peers and and confidants in his life. You know how upset you gotta make Mr. Bean to make him speak? <laughs> you know how upset Bean is for him to be like, well, let me let me go ahead and say something. Let me <clears throat> this <laughs> Mr. Bean was on for like 19 seasons and he said 12 words. I've I truly could not tell you what his voice sounds like even right now. He's, it sounds like <clears throat> <laughs> I was hoping he was going to talk and he was like, hey, y'all niggas is acting up. No, you have heard Mr. Bean's voice. He was Zazu in The Lion King. Really? Is that Mr. Bean? In the Bean? original Lion King movie. Oh, shit. He's the bird. Oh, mm-hmm. look at Mr. Bean. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Mr. Elizabeth Bean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what wig would you suggest for Zazu for, for Elizabeth Bean? Um, I think uh, for Mr. Bean, I'm giving him the Shamar Moore wig, mm. the braided back wig, <laughs> the, the Tyler Perry <laughs> Medea wig is Mr. Bean because that sure. is some gangster type stuff to not speak for your entire career. And mm-hmm. then your friends are having a bad day because they problematic. And you're like, oh, let me speak on this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I know a lot of people are talking right now, but I think what we really need to hear is bean. Let me hit you with some bean. (laughs) And he's just like, let me say something real quick. (laughs) And it has beads. He's the straight back cornrows with beads at the bottom. I love that. the wig that I see for Mr. Elizabeth Bean. That's beautiful. And and we did it. Marie, you you nailed it. I think this this is great advice. I'm going to send all this along to each of them and hope that they, I hope they take your advice. Could you tell the people at home where they could find you? What cool shit you have going on? I mean, you can usually find me right here on this couch, mm-hmm. but you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is Reezy, R-E-E-E-Z-Y. You can find me on my podcast, The Unofficial Expert, where they're, you know, every single week. It's like, can we take some weeks off? No. <laughs> they want you to talk every week about what's happening in the culture and how sure. you feel. So there. And then you can find me, you know, at my local Trader Joe's, just like trying to figure out if I want to buy food that's real food or if it's fake food. <laughs> You can find me what eating. is this meat is, yeah. is the look that you're going to see on Marie's face if you bump into her at Trader Joe's. Yeah. Thank you so much for ruining calamari for me. Langston. I, I didn't mean to. Honestly, I when Ryan told it to me, I knew that I had to uh, share this. But I also <laughs> knew that I was going to offer people. You remember that movie? It follows. That's just basically a, a horror movie about STDs. That's what the calamari story is. It's it's just it follows, but it follows is a horror movie about STDs. Yeah, it's basically like a horror movie where like you have sex with a person and then a ghost attaches to you, and the ghost is going to kill you unless oh. you have sex with somebody else to give them the the ghost. The ghost. Yeah. Oh, okay, that sounds cute. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> is that on Hulu or? <laughs> it's on Hulu. This is not a, a promotion for It Follows, but it's turned into one. And what a great way to end the episode. <laughs> Just promote It Follows right at the end. That was gross. Anyway, I'm, I can't wait to hear this episode. I feel like the beginning was messy. The middle was like, oh, okay, we learning things. And then the mm-hmm. end was Mr. Bean. So Hell yeah. Uh, I love this for us. It's Thanks a journey. For me. And yeah. I'm so happy you did it. And as always, you guys can follow me at Langston Kerman and please send us drops. Please subscribe and like and comment. I love the comments. Send me comments. And finally, uh, you can send me drops and shit at uh, mymamapod at gmail.com. Okay, that's enough. Get the fuck out of here. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.
Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.